Hello, and welcome to this Oklahoma City edition of the Low Key Podcast. Now, if you haven't got your Low Key swag, go to www.lowkeypodcast.com and get a t-shirt. This episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's naturally delicious with flavors like maple, honey, vanilla, and my personal favorite, chocolate. And if you have a sweet tooth, go to Justin's and try one of their peanut butter cups, which come in white chocolate and dark chocolate. So go to Justin's and get a tasty treat. Now, without further ado, Kill Er Coffee. It's nice, it's easy, it's low-key. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Low Key. I'm here with Steve Willingham. Willingham from Killer Coffee and also Clarity Coffee. True story. True story. Um, so we're drinking a coffee right now. Can you kind of describe what it is? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a Kenya. It's our uh, small batch at Killer. Um, just mm. have a little bit of it, but it's uh, from the Reka Baru factory in Moranga, Kenya. Oh, wow. Um, we love it. It tastes like sweet peppers and a little bit of like grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Um, been very into this coffee. Uh, our small batch line changes up all the time. We have had a Rwanda and a Guatemala and then this now, and we've only been open for six weeks. So we're switching it up all the time, getting really fun like little bits of coffee. That's awesome. So... Kind of, kind of tell me what made you want to do just Killer Coffee as a brand instead of bringing it in as Clarity. Yeah, I, uh, I, I wanted to keep Clarity's like multi roaster model. Um, we bring in all sorts of coffees from just any roaster that impresses us. Like we've featured thirty different roasters since we opened a couple of years ago. Um, so we wanted to keep that, but also kind of branch out and do our own thing. So we wanted to start Killer as this kind of um, fun brand compared to Clarity's like clean lines. We're just like doing uh, hand-drawn packaging, mm-hmm. that kind of thing to just like keep it a little more relaxed. Yeah. Make it... Uh, Make it more of a, a fun experience. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen the packages, and they're, they're pretty cool. They're pretty hip, pretty artsy. I, I, I enjoy them. They kind of remind me a little bit of brandy and wine. Um, yeah, okay. But sure. I think they're really cool. So you, you said you started six weeks ago, correct? Yeah. And um, so what has motivated you through Clarity through through killer coffee what has motivated you to be in the coffee industry uh dude i i love it i've been in coffee for 12 years yeah it's, uh, it's just like who i am at this point but uh yeah I, I really enjoy just giving people um giving people good coffee experiences not just in taste but in like 
the service they receive from their barista or from their uh, from their roaster, um, just kind of being there for people, helping them understand coffee and helping them like improve it incrementally, get a little bit better coffee all the time. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about the process of, of what, what, how you started Killer Coffee. Uh, well, we, uh, my wife and I started Clarity about two years ago. Um, and one of our, uh, one of our regulars is just a, like, a coffee fiend. Yeah. Um, he is a, he's never worked in coffee, but he is, um, he was like determined to start a coffee company that can stand out. Yeah. He, uh, we, we got together and kind of came up with this idea for a roastery that is um, obviously quality focused and putting out a good product. Yeah. But then going the extra mile for any clients we have. So our, our goal is ultimately to become like a backroom for coffee shops mm-hmm. the um, the idea being like any any problem a coffee shop comes up with they only call one person mm-hmm. so we have uh, he has an extensive like financial background uh, so he is going to consult in bookkeeping and finance in whatever uh, backroom things need to happen yeah uh we will offer training and um you know equipment maintenance uh equipment purchases and then we want to get down to the details of like everything you could ever need from cups syrups milks um down to toilet paper like whatever a coffee (laughs) shop needs our goal is to ultimately be like the one-stop shop Oh, that's really cool. Uh, so little by little, we're adding. Um, right now, we're focused on getting our coffee game exactly where we want it. But the next step is to start featuring the complimentary items like like milks and, and syrups and things. That's really cool. That's awesome. So kind of like a, a storage coffee place. More or less, yeah. yeah. But um, But with the service that like the coffee shops around here deserve to get. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really cool. You know, I, I haven't, it's funny cause I haven't interviewed anybody that owns both a multi roaster and a roastery at the same time, which is really kind of cool because usually I ask like, well, why'd you decide multi roasting over roasting? But you kind of have both. Yes, best of both rule. Yeah. You get to experience both of them. And, uh, which is really cool. Um, it's cool to see this grow and even in the past six weeks, just to see kind of, um, this little Oklahoma city shop, like kind of expand a roastery, which is really cool. What would you say makes you passionate about being in coffee? Uh, I, I mean, a lot of things, but, uh, mainly the thing of just like making people's days better. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about at Clarity all the time is like, yeah, we're strictly here just to make people's days better. Yeah. Um, so every time someone comes in, you know, we 
we give them a smiling face and we make them the best copy we possibly can and we just try to you know be friends with people mm. with with killer with killer coffee what's your so far what have you seen like your relationship with the roasters being like and how do you source your coffee what do you mean by the my relationship with the roasters like do you do you have a pretty good relationship with your with your oh not roasters with your your like farmers your your farmers your importers yeah. um, sorry sorry I said roasters no that's, that's cool <laughs> I'm with you now um, so so we aren't um, dealing directly with any farms just yet okay um, we are uh, mostly focused on just finding the highest quality we can yeah so we're working with um, as just pretty much any importer um, with uh, just starting out we used coffee shrub for. Uh, almost everything for our startup coffee, uh, but since then we've branched out. We're we're trying stuff from uh, Kefa and Onyx and uh, and Cafe Imports, Cafe Imports especially because they're I just respect those people so much. Yeah, those are cool places. What made you want to name it Killer? Or is that is that even how you're supposed to say yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> okay. You can say it however you want, but. Uh, but yeah, we we call it killer um, just because that's what we do. We we make killer coffees. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> just drop that. Yeah. What what is your favorite um, region to get coffee from, if you do have one? Uh, how specific? <laughs> I and mean, pac- I honestly, I'm always drawn to Yergeshefs, um, but East Africans in general. Yeah. Uh, this Kenya that we're drinking right now is one of my favorites I'm all about Kenyas yeah Kenyas are pretty good it's funny because I just was talking to um, the owner of Foolish Things and he said Kenyas are his favorite right now too so what are your favorites uh, my favorite I love Yergachefs I love Geishas um, it just I feel like it, it changes throughout the season um, sure. it's different throughout. I get that for sure yeah so one point I may like um a Mexican or um, something from Guatemala and then yeah. I made like an African coffee from Kenya and Ethiopia so yeah for sure yeah, and I keep getting surprised by Hondurans mm. I've had so many good ones lately yeah and then I I usually like and this is what I'll, I'll ask you too like your fr- favorite flavor profile um, what, what that is and my one of, one of my favorite is more of the fruity kind of acidic kind of flavors like naturals yeah so yeah we're uh we actually always have two ethiopias on on our docket that's that's the plan anyway yeah Um, a washed ethiopia and then uh, a sun-dried ethiopia natural um right now we have a a guji highland Mm. uh, natural it's it's outstanding yeah i'll I'll have to try uh, that yeah i'll have to bag you up some okay yeah definitely (laughs) What um what was the hardest thing for you building up a small business or biggest struggle in building up a coffee shop or still do you feel is a hardship and struggle you struggle with? Uh well I think the like the thing that takes a while I w- I don't know if I would call it the hardest thing but it it takes a long time yeah. just like to really build into your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we opened Clarity downtown. Um, so we, 
really, uh, there's a decent amount of foot traffic, but there's yeah. no parking. So it was this whole different battle. And of course, we're in Oklahoma City. It's a, it's a driver's kind of, uh, kind of town. But we, uh, over time, have just like gotten to know the people in all the buildings around us. And we, yeah. we've really like made a home for them. Like, mm-hmm. So we're, it took a while, but we're part of the neighborhood now. That's awesome. And uh, it's it's going to be a little bit the same here. We don't have a storefront to get to know our neighbors, but uh, you know we're definitely like out just like supporting our neighbors. There's tons of restaurants right next to us, things like that. That's how yeah. we kind of get to know things around here. Um, that's yeah, that's a thing. That's cool. Why did you guys choose Oklahoma City over any other city? I'm from here. Okay, that makes um, sense. So it's partially that. Um, but uh, my wife uh, moved here for college. Mm-hmm. And so she um, she never really called a place home because she moved around a lot as a kid. Yeah. Because uh, her parents were in the military. Um, so after, after college, um, we just kind of decided to stay here for a while and just kind of see and we really got to know like the community really well I just don't see us ever leaving yeah Oklahoma City is like a pretty small big city yeah like it's a small town big city I mean yeah I feel like I know everybody out on the street right now yeah it's like a I I like to call it because living in Tulsa it's like a mid-city. That, that's what it makes me think of. So it's, it's really, really funny, like, just how... It's, it's, it's a city, but it's not big enough to call it a big city or anything, yeah. so I call it a mid-city. But you know, like, a, basically, like, a lot of people around. Um, how have you seen... Since, since you said you're from Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. um, how have you seen kind of the coffee scene kind of grow in Oklahoma yeah, City? Yeah, for sure. Um, nine years ago... Uh, was it nine years ago? 2008. Um... There were there were some coffee shops, but I mean, I would probably say that Starbucks was the best coffee you could get. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then two two shops opened then. Um, it, well, Elemental opened a roastery, and Coffee Slingers opened a coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, from there, like they they kind of introduced everyone to the idea of specialty coffee. Mm. I feel like they laid this groundwork for just like a boom in the past like two or three years that it's just like it's pretty easy to get a good cup of coffee now yeah it's kind of incredible um, but yeah there's there are dozens of great coffee shops but there's also just like really great coffee in restaurants which uh, that's cool. isn't a super common thing so I feel really lucky that that's happening in Oklahoma City yeah, that's really sweet. I remember um, me and my friend, you um, said, or actually my roommate, would have to drive or would, would want to drive because there wasn't really any specialty coffee shops in Tulsa. I mean, there was only like Foolish Things in Topeka, um, but it was like a special treat to come to Oklahoma City and go to like Elemental and I think Hoboken was Hoboken. Hoboken, yeah. Yeah, I was, was there at the time in Evoke. So it was like a treat. Like we were, we loved it because of specialty coffee. Um, what is your favorite brew method? 
if you have one? Or what's your go-to uh, method? That most you days do? it's espresso. Okay. Uh, but I'm really into Chemexes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the filters are are my favorite. Yeah. Um, they're just so thick. They clean the coffee up so much. It's just it's a it's kind of a different sensory experience from other pour overs. Um, but basically, any pour over would be like my favorite. Yeah. But what got you into craft coffee? Uh, I uh, was twenty, and I I wanted to um, I wanted to open a bar someday. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want to go get a job at a bar yet. Hmm. Um, I don't even know if I could have. But I got a job at Starbucks to kind of lay some groundwork. Yeah. Get some get some of that experience. Um, you know, interacting with customers, building drinks. Um, and there was a guy that I worked with there, uh, who was super into coffee Okay. and like started to introduce me into what coffee could be. Um, and I really like fell for it. I was like very into it. Um, started ordering Victrola, uh, mm. stuff online. Those guys still killing it in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I need to try them out. They, they were my first, uh, like, specialty coffee, high-end specialty coffee love. Yeah. Um, and just started really getting into that stuff, so I left Starbucks and started working at smaller shops and kind of getting, getting some experience, getting to know coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've worked at half a dozen places around town. Yeah. So coming from a multi-roaster and being being now a roaster with Killer Coffee is um what what is your experience like different different experiences with with working in a multi-roaster and a roastery? Uh, what what is the difference? Yeah, for you like like how have you seen a change in 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 working in from a multi-roaster to a roastery now uh well i i'm still working in both i still i work three days a week in in both places okay uh so it's really for me kind of like getting to be an introvert sometimes and an extrovert sometimes when when you're working the bar at a at a coffee shop you're just like non-stop conversations friends with everybody it's it's awesome but it's kind of draining on an introvert like me yeah uh so i kind of get to recharge here i i get to just like dial into my roasting and just focus uh i kind of answer yeah is 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 roasting different than you than you thought it would be uh well i should have I've mentioned in my previous answer, I did roast for a few years. Oh, okay. Uh, I was the roaster at Elemental for, for several years before oh, I moved to Clary. Okay. So it's not an entirely new venture, but it is, um, it is something that is an everyday learning experience. I'm just constantly, yeah, just every day I'm better at my job than I was the previous yeah. day. So would, so owning a roastery 
is it different than you anticipated when you when you were roasting, thinking about it in elemental? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely there's a lot more responsibility now. Yeah, uh, but fortunately, I have uh, I have partners that are um, smarter than me, hmm. uh, so that helps. Like I said, uh, one of my partners is a financial guru, so yeah. he really helps me understand the parts that um, that would really be like taking up a ton of my time right now so which is great because i i would much rather focus on understanding coffee quality and like improving our product yeah than bookkeeping (laughs) yeah what do you feel is the busy the what do you feel is the biggest misconception about being um or being a, a roaster or being in a coffee shop or owning a coffee shop uh from the owner's perspective, what's the biggest misconception? Yeah. Um, that it will ever be remotely easy. Yeah. Constantly, tons of hard work, and, uh, you know, just, you got to grind it out, so to speak. Yeah, it is. What, what, I, what, I, what I have heard from, from other coffee shops, too, and, like, brewers and small businesses and stuff, is that it is a grind, but also... Um, you're not enjoying I mean you are enjoying your product to a sense but not drinking it all the time and like um, getting to um, have fun and, and all these things and but also um, you have to learn the business side as well it's a it's a harder harder thing to do for so, sure um, what for you would you say is your biggest contribution to the coffee world Big the, I, no, it's, it's an easy question. Uh, the baristas that I hired at Clarity are my mm-hmm. biggest contribution to the coffee industry. They're, they're awesome. And you can go to Clarity anytime and get a like, stellar coffee from some really smart people. Um, what I'm hoping uh, Killer's biggest contribution can be is uh, to, to take the weight off the shoulders of coffee shop owners uh, especially new ones that are just like you know they're really good at being a customer servant and Mm. making a really great product yeah but you know like you just said you're constantly weighed down with all the like other things that you have to do you gotta keep the books you gotta manage everything you gotta maintain your equipment all these things that are taking up time you could be dedicating to, you know, actually growing your business and, like, uh, you know, engaging your community and, like, doing cool things. I want to I wanna take that off people's shoulders so that they can focus on the things they're good at. Yeah, that would, that would be cool. That would be an awesome, like, just outlet for other coffee shops. Because I think the hardest thing with coffee owners or just with, with starting up a small business, is the resources. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's so many things you have to do and so many um, things you have to pay for. So, yeah. and it would be really cool. And that's, that's a great idea that, that you're you're trying to push forward for this little outlet to have for people to um, have help, in a sense. And um, saying that, what would your advice be to someone who's wanting to start up a coffee shop, who's wanting to start up a small business, 
Yeah. Uh, talk to me first. <laughs> if it's a cop shop. Yeah. <laughs> it's another business. You can still talk to me first because I just like to talk to people. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit why, how different your coffee is from other coffee shops or, or what you want the difference between killer coffee and, and other coffee shops. Dude, uh, I don't know necessarily that I, that I want to like consider other coffee roasters when I'm like figuring out the direction of killer. I don't, I don't, I like, I'm not being intentionally different. Yeah. I just want to find coffees that are really clean, balanced, sweet, um, that have really like nice pronounced flavors um, and just like roast them the best way I can, serve them as well as I can, uh, and that's it. Like, but I don't, I don't know necessarily how different the philosophy is going to be from mm. other roasters. Yeah. Um. So tell us a little bit about your coffees and what you have right now, currently. Yeah, our uh, our lineup is going to be. Um, Two Ethiopias, like I told you about, okay. uh, the washed and the sun-dried, and then um, a Colombia, an espresso blend, a decaf, and um, our small batch. Uh, so right now our lineup is Ethiopia Duramina as our washed Ethiopia, super like uh, black tea lemonade, mm. like an Arnold Palmer. That sounds good. Kind of kind of coffee. Um, the Sun-dried Ethiopia is that Gucci Highland I was telling you about. Just super bright. Yeah. Strawberry, cherry, crazy fruit. Um, and the, the Colombia is uh, this really nice uh, Insa. Um, just spicy, little bit of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and the espresso blend is uh, actually that Duramina with a, a different Colombia. Um, I feel like the, the Ethiopian flavors that, like, black tea comes out um, a, a ton it's a really prominent note um, the Columbia I feel like is just there for body mm. uh, it's silky just a just a seller espresso um, but yeah we're, we're gonna switch that stuff up all the time and hopefully we'll add a, a Guatemala to that lineup maybe as soon as the end of the year yeah um, so we're just gonna gonna keep finding tasty coffees that's awesome what would you love to see change in the coffee industry um you know the the thing i want to see continue to change um is the perception people have about like what a barista acts like okay um it's definitely moving in the right direction but you know five years ago there was this perception that baristas are just like they don't want to be there they just you need to come in and you need to only order an espresso and you need to respect their craft and mm. like it's definitely moving I, I think toward more of a customer service first kind of uh, kind of thing and I, I think that's a good thing yeah because I think I think for me I used to be not a coffee drinker and then I was getting I was getting into it into specialty coffee and then I went to a shop in Portland, and um, 
there was I don't, I'm not gonna name the shop, but they weren't they weren't nice to me. Mm. <laughs> and they kind of they they were brooding and kind of kind of scary and stuff. And I was just like, I don't know if I want to go back because the experience wasn't that good. And I think a lot of coffee shops are moving towards this experience more than uh, I mean they they want the quality to be there, but they also want to be able to teach people about the coffee while giving them an experience. I feel like that's where people want to be, is they want to love specialty coffee, but they also want an experience, too. So, um, why do you love Oklahoma City? Uh, it, the people here are the kindest people you will ever meet. Okay. Just, there, there's like next level politeness here. But uh, the, everyone just seems, you know, to be genuine and heartfelt, and uh, yeah. Okay. For for your relationship with um, in Clary, um, how do you how do you process choosing roasters, and um, what's your relationship with like like with the different roasters too? Uh. My relationship with the roasters that we work with are is is awesome. They're like they're excited to serve coffee just like I am, and uh, they want to help us do it in the best way possible. So everybody yeah. is really receptive to to questions and ideas, and um, so that it's it's been pretty great working with everyone we've worked with. Uh, but usually we we just find. Uh, more often than not now, people find us, um, but we find roasters that seem to be doing a good job and just kind of ask them some questions, get some samples, yeah. try things out with the whole team over at Clarity and, and see if it fits like what we're doing. You know, uh, Clarity has a very specific like style of coffee, um, okay. just like every shop does. Um, so, you know, not every awesome coffee like fits what we do there. Um, you know, we want some stuff that has just, is extremely balanced and has a ton of clarity of flavor. I mean, mm -hmm. got to stick to our name. So, um, they, uh, for, for the most part, um, the kinds of roasters we reach out to, uh, we kind of already know are going to be headed that direction. Yeah. So, uh. We don't, we don't have to ask for samples and then reject yeah. very often. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, how can people connect and see what you guys are doing or see where you're located or even buy your coffee beans? Yeah. Um, we'll start with the last one, killercoffee.com, the place to, to get our coffee. Um, but you can follow along at uh, Instagram and Twitter at killercoffee. Or at Clarity Coffee if you want to follow the shop. Yeah. Um, or at Drink the Coffee if you want to follow me. <laughs> um, and uh, and Facebook sh should be an easy search as well. Okay. Just Killer Coffee and Clarity Coffee. All right. Well, cool. Well, I want to thank you for being on the Low Key Podcast. Thank you. And uh, I hope people buy your coffee and go check out Clarity. Me too. All right. Yeah. See you next time. Cool. Hey guys, and thanks again for listening to the Low Key Podcast. If you're ever in Oklahoma City, 
go check out Clarity. Go pick up a bag of killer coffee and go get a go good brew. Now, guys, go check out their social mediums like Instagram, Facebook. Go like and follow and even go check out their website to see what they're doing. If you subscribe to this podcast, please rate and review. Give us five stars. It helps us out. Also, if you listen to this podcast and don't subscribe to us, subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, go check out our other social mediums like Instagram, Facebook. Go like and follow. Go see what Loki's up to. Also, buy a t-shirt, which is at our website at www.lowkeypodcast.com. Did I say buy a shirt already? Go get one. That's it in low-key land. Keep it nice. Keep it easy. Keep it low-key.